0: One of my favorite quotes from Jeremy's interview was wealth to me is not really needing to look at my bank account and being able to live exactly how I want to live.
1: If you're good at sales, then you're going to be extra good at freelancing. If you lack the sales part, then you better get on something like Fiverr or Upwork, things like
0: that. Hi, this is Phil with the Epic Freelance Life podcast, and I'm here with Chelsea Smith. I'm very excited to be talking with Chelsea. She's working a little bit behind the scenes on this podcast. Maybe we'll get into that. Um, Chelsea is out in Nashville, Tennessee, pursuing some singing dreams and being a kick ass photographer out there. So, and Chelsea's going to be interviewing me a little bit today. So. Yeah.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> howdy, y'all! I feel like I'm entitled to say howdy and y'all now. It's uh-huh. it's an endowment as soon as you live here for one week. That's funny. <laughs> so, uh, um, thank you so much for joining me. We really just want to take this time to get to know exactly what your intentions are for the podcast. This is the Blooms Epic Freelance Life, and the podcast is all about different freelancers, how they're living their amazing lives. And we have Phil here to tell us just the inside scoop on what it's going to be about and really break, break it down so that, you know, if you're going to be a listener or you want to be on the podcast, pretty much anything involved with the podcast, we want people to really know exactly what is going on with it. So Phil, why don't you just start and talk about like the vision for the podcast?
0: Sure. Um, the vision is kind of two or threefold, but mainly uh, this podcast is like a letter to all the mentees I've ever had uh, in the past decade plus uh, career of being a photographer for me. It's um, conversations about like how how to make better money, how to live the life of your dreams, how to um, travel for free how to in sleep in and kind of live life without having a boss. And um, basically, I love talking to people who have really like figured out how to live life out of the box. And I really like talking to people who um, <clears throat> are living life on their own terms. And that's what I've been doing for the past 13 years. Yeah.
1: That's so awesome. So Phil, I noticed just in the first couple episodes that we recorded that you are finding people who are really successful. So not just not just the average freelancer, but people who have really been like monetarily successful. Mm-hmm. Maybe their brand name is really recognizable. They're selling books. I mean, they're getting out there. And it seems like we're really trying to dig into exactly how they do it so that we can share that news. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about um, kind of your prerequisites before you interview someone.
0: Sure. Uh, the kind of people that I'm getting on here are at least five years into their careers but probably like 10 plus. And so I've interviewed um, people who are writing for the New York Times and and like high-end publications like brides and stuff. Um, I'm interviewing my friend Jeremy who's been who's been doing freelance hustle work for 10, 15 years and who created this like epic um, online platform for co-working called Cave day. I'm interviewing Dory, who's been who just bought her own condo in New York, basically on her speaking salary and her books and her coaching career. It's amazing. Um, just people who are sort of at the top of their game and and really, yeah, excelling at life.
1: Something I love is that you're super honest about the questions about like how much money someone is making with a certain project or um And I I think sometimes you'll hear podcasts and you'll be like, I really want to know what success is to them. And for you, you're like, you know, talking to Dory and she's like, oh yeah, I charged 25 grand for a speaking engagement. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, you're sitting there, you're a freelancer. And you're like, I think I can do that too. But now I have an in. like it's That's how I feel the podcast is it's kind of that in that you always wanted with people who... You might read their book, but it's like hard to decipher where the truth is, like where the, but these are, they're just here to tell you the exact truth.
0: Exactly. Yeah. As much as I can, I'm really curious about, I, I think my personality is very interested in like, how, how did you do it? How do you go from like speaking for free to charging $25,000? How do you, how much are you charging when you have people signing up to like your online um, co-working platform and how much money are you bringing? You know, what's the actual profit? Like, I'm very curious about that stuff. I want to know how things work so I can either replicate it or share that info with other people as I'm talking to them in my life. Yeah.
1: I love it. So Phil, can you give me three people that are just like your dream podcast guests?
0: Oh, man. um, I, I think one person actually would be Ramit Sethi. He wrote, I Will Teach You to Be Rich. He's kind of like in the same cohort with Tim Ferriss and those guys. Um, his book actually changed my life. I think he his nice. audience is very much um, freelancers and solo entrepreneurs. He teaches people, like I think his big program is like a thousand, like how to earn a thousand bucks on the side or something. Um, Love your, it. First, your first 1K, something like that. And so so he has, nice. his audience is very much like people who are starting out or like becoming entrepreneurs and figuring out how to make money either online or with their skills um, and someone like him would be amazing just cause he has like a, a huge audience and he also changed my life. So I look up to him. Um, that's, that's one. Awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I guess everybody, I, if I could dream big, it would be like Tim Ferriss would be amazing too. Cause his book also changed my life Four Hour work week. Um, and then I'm thinking of people like, um, like the. Alex, uh, who's the guy who did Free Solo? He he mountain climbed El Capitan um, and his name was uh, Alex Honnold. That guy is also kind of in the same category because I, I feel like he's someone who, even through successes, has kind of stayed true to himself, lives his life very much outside the box. Um, watching that movie was really, really funny to me because he was like on the cover of magazines and all this stuff. He even had a home. And he still ended. He was still sleeping in his van in his driveway of his home. Uh, so people like that <laughs> uh, are the really, millionaire
1: next door. It's like the millionaire in the van next door. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, he's the highest paid mountain climber in the world, and um, wow, and he still lives kind of like, a, like he would call it, like dirty style. And so I, I like people like that who dirty. are really fascinating. They, they they kind of are pushing against societal's expectations for success.
1: So what I love about freelancing in general is that you can really turn anything into a career nowadays. Like we were talking about the hook nook where she knits and she started a little shop, but it's like, she just started knitting and then knitting, knitting. And you know, there's so many little Etsy shops. There's so many different things you can do. Um, and it's not, it's not just photographers anymore. There's, you know, there's so many ways that you can break away from that corporate life, have more freedom. So, Phil, can you tell us a little bit more about like the goals of a freelancer and how we're going to use this podcast to like show that those are, you know, the core
0: values of a freelancer? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I I would say um, most – my goal as a freelancer and I think for – my want for people that I coach and talk to about this stuff is twofold. One, that they are – that they are truly happy with what they're doing. They're not doing something because their parents told them to or because they're expected to or because of whatever. They're doing it because, like, they really like knitting or they really love to speak or change people's lives or they're interested in, like, deep work. And um, and so I'm I'm really interested in people who have, like, pursued uh, fulfillment versus just, like, money. I think the mistake a lot of people in the corporate world make is, Pursuing money in order to get to the fulfillment, and and I think good freelancers have realized that the that the real trick is just pursuing the fulfillment, and the money may come or it might not, but either way you're going to be happy, you know. I and love so, that. Like, yeah, I, I could that. be. Ha- I, I was a photographer earning I don't know eleven thousand dollars my first year, and I was like extremely happy. And then I was earning twenty nine thousand my second year, and I was very very happy. You know, it didn't really matter. I was like doing what I loved. And and I still was able to like wake up and pay my bills a little bit. So, I I think there's so the second part though is staying at the thirty thousand dollar a year mark is not really for me. Um, I think that as if you can be happy there, then you can also be happy. And the new challenge I think for freelancers is to like understand how much money is really out there, how much you are worth, and and play the game of business I where guess.
1: to invest it
0: yeah where to invest yeah, it? i just bought my, my mom was just texting me to buy apple stock yesterday because she's an investor and you're right like inve- if you got extra change spend it if you can invest in your business spend it if you're comfortable charging fifty dollars an hour for something i challenge you to charge 60 why not and so keep yeah. pushing pushing the limits of what you're doing until it feels a little uncomfortable and understand that, that how rich people think in terms of value right. and money and worth. And I think that's a really fascinating conversation to me as well.
1: Absolutely. And I think that as freelancers, sometimes we want to jump on the first thing because we see it's a gig and we're like, we need more gigs. We need more gigs. And um, Ben Hartley actually does a great job at narrowing narrowing this down for photographers and just saying like, you need to charge more and like say no to those gigs and like the freedom you get when you can say no and you don't have to just take any gig you have, yeah. you know, you can. Um, So something else that I think this podcast is really going to slay at is instead of talking about morning routines and kind of like how the freelancer is hanging out with their family every night or whatever, we're talking about the nitty gritty, like real stuff people want to know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So And also, you're absolutely right. I also think that for me... I think a lot of podcast interviews, what they do is, is the kind of like, how did you get here story? Like, you know, where did you come from? Like what, what did it take? But I'm so much more interested in what are you doing now in your life, Chelsea? That's, that's sort of awesome. And then what's coming up for you? Like how are you continuing to pursue freedom or pursue the epic freelance life? And and I'm very interested in, and in like how, how you manage your calendar month by month or year by year, mm-hmm. how you set goals like what it is that you're doing to, to achieve greatness. Yeah.
1: So I think that this podcast, the Epic Freelance Podcast, um, would be a great place for someone who wants to either build their freelance business higher, wants to get ideas to write their own book. Uh, if they're doing a course, I mean, it just, there's so much good information that if you really listen to it and just, completely different guests.
0: Exactly. You could
1: take a lot away and use it in your own life and use it in your own business. And that's something I think it's it's so practical. And I feel like there's so much we listen, like, you know, people are listening to like murder mysteries. (laughs) And it's like not the most practical podcast to listen to a murder mystery podcast. But um, this is just going to be like, you leave and you have like actionable things that you can do and be inspired.
0: Yeah, I I really think that the audience, my, my best audience for this podcast would be people who are already like semi-established in their careers and, and ready to take things to the next level up because, because those are the people I'm talking to who are not like year one to five, but like 10 plus means they've like done the thing. They've been through a recession or two. They've figured out how to earn money. One of my favorite quotes from Jeremy's interview was he's like wealth in wealth to me is not really needing to look at my bank account and being able to live exactly how I want to live. And, and, I love mm. that. that. That's the kind of conversations yeah, that's with people great. I want to get, and I want people who are are ready to take their business to that level to be listening. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. I think there's so many there's so many places we could go yeah. with the guest. So it's totally. it's really going to be fun. So, um,
0: I, I do my say, last question for you. Oh, can okay. I just add to that too? Like, it's mm-hmm. not really like how to start your business in the first two years, or how, how to build a website or brand. Right. It won't really be that stuff because I'm assuming that we've all gone through that in our first 3 years. So so for me it's like middle to advanced level listeners is what I'm interested in.
1: Love okay. it. Okay, go middle ahead. Middle to Sorry.
0: advanced.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say my last um big question for you would be what do you see this podcast um, becoming for a certain community? Like how can we build this community into, Hey, we're in a Facebook community and we're, you're you're seeing it on Instagram. You're seeing like, what, what kind of community can be built by this? Is it, is it more of a, we listen and we just sit back or is it something where you want other freelancers to join in and, you know, give their two cents and that kind of thing?
0: Yeah. Um, I love these kinds of discussions. I think if there's any sort of place, whether it's on Clubhouse or I know, I know Bloom has um, Epic Freelance Life community on Facebook. That kind of place is like a great place for, and it has a lot of people in that, in that Facebook group actually. So a place like that for people to maybe follow up conversations with the podcast. Um, I'll be in there checking in and like, and answering questions or giving advice or whatever, or just continuing the conversation. But I think um I would love that actually, and I think Facebook is really good cool. for that. They already have an established community there, um, and then also I know if you're on the Listen app to listen to your podcast, there's an ability to have like live discussions about the podcast or or voice kind of discussions in the comments. And I want all of that. So
1: I love it. And for anyone that's listening, I'm running our Instagram. It's at Epic Freelancers. And feel free to send me a DM if you think you'd be a good fit for podcasting with Phil or giving your two cents. Uh, We'd love to hear it. Um, Phil, do you have any questions for me as a podcaster, something we can talk about just um, so people understand what freelancing is? I think some people might be like, does that just mean you're like, you know, picking up $200 gigs here and there? Like, what is that? You know.
0: So my question for you, Chelsea, because I know you're a singer, you're a photographer, you're a podcast, you do a lot of things. I want to know how many different ways you make money.
1: Okay, so it's really funny when I was getting into this house. Yeah, I had to list off all of my income, right? And so for February and for March, and like I had no clue. I was like, "This could." I have no clue. And I when I did the math, I I mean, it was like seventeen different places that I had made money from. And really? it added up to like $18,000 in one month. And I was like, I didn't even know I made
0: $18,000 month. You just gave me goosebumps. Like, That's no so clue. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was
1: crazy. I think.
0: Yeah. You're a really hard worker. So kudos to you for that, by the yeah, way. Yeah. I'm a hard
1: worker. So I I mean, I think sometimes like I'm not the best, despite my accounting degree. <laughs> I'm not the best at my accounting. I'm like, okay, grandpa, do my taxes. That's funny. But um, I, I figure, you know, if you're good at sales, then you're going to be extra good at freelancing. Yeah. If you lack the sales part, then you better get on something like Fiverr or yeah. you know, Upwork, things like that. But if you can connect with people, I mean, I was just doing some headshots for someone and they were mentioning like, oh yeah, we're, uh, my husband's going to be breaking off and doing his own real estate business, commercial real estate. And I was like, oh, do you need a website? And like, I'm not talking about building some HTML website. Sure. I, I'm doing this on Squarespace. Yeah, yeah. I know how do you Squarespace?
0: You have some design
1: them how do you Squarespace? You have design yeah. sensibilities, yeah. And so I was like for them to get me to do their website for 4 grand is a great price for them.
0: That's amazing. And for me
1: it's a solid I mean it's a solid relationship. I, you know, am starting them all these different levels where I could actually build more money into it so like I yeah. can Blog for them. I can find blogs for them. I can start helping them with some SEO. There's so many like places to go.
0: Yeah. So let me let me pause you there. So this is all based on that question. I was curious for you, and and you asked me actually, like what what kind of, you know what what kind of questions are we asking freelancers or whatever, and and that's my question to you. I think it's important for people to understand that the takeaway here is not necessarily that you need to build websites, but that Chelsea has 17 different ways that she made money in the last couple of months. And it brought in, like, a great chunk of change. And, and not all of it has to do with singing or photography. you using your ancillary right, skills, right? right. Um, like the secondary skills, and also bringing in income. it's beautiful. I, I do the same sort of thing. So um, I think it. that's really – that that kind of stuff is very interesting to me. And then I'd want to know, like, how do you know how much to charge? Like, how did you know to charge $4,000 right, right. for a website? That's actually yeah. more than I would have guessed. So I'm very impressed with that number, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, and I did – I did the headshots for them too. So it yeah. usually it starts with like, if I'm going to be doing something creative and artsy, like I can get their content for them. Um, the thing oh. that I'd really say is my big, my big money, well, money makers wrong. People are super intrigued and they want yeah. the email. They want my email asked. They're like, can I please have a copy of that? I'm like, I've oh. stayed at 15 hotels in the last two months in 10 different States. Yeah. And when I'm getting there, they're comping all my meals there. Um, some of them paid, some of them trade. But when you're traveling, it's a huge, I mean, probably $20,000 worth of cost that I didn't have to pay yeah. to you know, be traveling through all these places. And um, I mean, I'm cold. I'm cold reaching out. I mean, I'm reaching out to 20 hotels in a city just to get uh, three or four that say yes. Yeah. But that's still a pretty good hit rate for
0: yeah, that's amazing. So, so you figured out the way to travel for free, basically, to get free hotel stays. Oh, and yeah. I, I've seen how you do it. It's very smart and it makes sense and Thanks. it's valuable for you and for the hotel. So it's not just like a Thank I'm you. An influencer, like oh you're yeah, doing no. Good stuff. Yeah.
1: And I try to tell them like the whole influencing thing where you take a picture in front of their sign with your butt hanging out, it's just not <laughs> it's just not the thing anymore. They're not gonna yeah. want you to stay and they don't want that to be their brand. They just don't care yeah, it's very you know two
0: thousand and fifteen maybe very 2015. yeah yeah so and you, they don't you, care you about something. having a
1: million followers
0: sure. they don't no no you you, you are a perfect example of like a micro influencer who is uh figured out the game and it's working so congratulations yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so that's cool and um and now that you're settled in Nashville like are you um just like grinding right now? Are you enjoying life a little bit or like what is working for you out there and what feels a little bit yeah. hard? And I want you to so, be.
1: So yeah, I spent every time I had getting here and, you know, putting the whole house together from scratch, a bed, furniture. I mean, it was really like the whole, the whole gamut. I got here. I have basically, I have a couple freelance gigs that are monthly, but I don't have much of a job that's like, oh, I'm sure. taken care of. Which is the whole point of freelancing? (laughs) It's a whole conversation on itself that you know you have to be okay with like not knowing where your next paycheck is going to come from. You just know in your heart that you will figure it out. Yeah. So, so something that's been hard is not knowing people for just going out and creating. And I already have reached out to every single Nashville blogger. You know, there's only so much you want to go on dates, and it's like uh, it's not. Those aren't really great connections. So, um, but I have started establishing relationships where I the, I ask for the referral. Do you know anyone who? Um, someone put me in a group text of twenty people, and I already said, "Hey, I'll give you two hundred and fifty dollars if you give me a lead that's an engaged couple that books me." And Ooh, I was like, I had them all smart. saying like, "Oh, maybe I do know someone that's engaged." And I went out with one of those people for um, dinner just had never met them before. They were just in the group and they're like, Hey, we want to go to burgers. When I get there, they're getting close to getting engaged. She goes to the bathroom. I get his number and we talk about doing the proposal and where to do it. And I was like, I will help set you up. So that's probably going to be a client right there. And that was like the first couple I went out with. I didn't know that they were close to being engaged. Like,
0: that's cool. You know, that's so smart. You're, you're, I think you're very smart at marketing Chelsea. And and I hope you recognize that. I, 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 I get that that is your kind of like secret uh, talent and, um, yeah, that's good. You're, you're very, very smart. I love this.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I need to send you the blog I wrote on bloom. You guys, we have a great blog on bloom.io with so many different resources. Mm. And one I wrote on how to get photography clients in a new city just by throwing a dart. And I did this in Alaska, Arizona. Um, I was on my way to Houston before covid and that got shut down. But what I do is I literally set up styled shoots, and I three weeks before have no connections, and then each place I've had fifteen to seventeen photo shoots um, in each place Holy that I God, set up. That's so crazy, yeah. So I mean, I just like go and I hustle. And the thing is, like, people are scared to do styled shoots for free, and yeah. I'm like, you're working with a bunch of vendors in your area that you want to shoot, and some sometimes the models that they get are need – are engaged or need photos or they have a family photo. Like I've gotten shoots that are paid out of those – oh, every giveaway, almost every giveaway I ever do for an engagement shoot,
0: Yeah, I'm
1: giving away an engagement shoot, they turn into a wedding client.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. It's smart, smart, smart. It's a – it's a – it's you give people a test drive for a car and then they're more inclined to buy it. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah.
1: Or one of them, they were like, hey, we actually want to elope. So we don't even – Want engagement pictures? we were gonna, and then that turned into a an elopement at my parents' beach house for like four grand or something, where it was just them and the officiant, and we just had a party.
0: I love it. It's like you're <laughs> making up money whenever you whenever you need it, which is cool. So, yeah, I'm impressed, Chelsea. Uh, you have a Thanks. podcast that talks a lot about all this too, right? Or no?
1: So I started about 10 episodes right when quarantine hit. And I learned oh. a lot about who to have on the podcast. They were a little bit all over the place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, if I do launch, it'll be from scratch. But I also, okay, okay. you know, it's, it's a lot because I want a funny podcast and it's hard to be like, let's bring a ton of value, but also be Theo Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> like, so it's, it, I know that there's some sweet spot but okay. I haven't found it yet. But definitely okay. working with this podcast will help.
0: Well, well, we'll we'll get together again, I think, and have more of these conversations. I, I can go like very deep, I think, on a, a few of the things you said. And I'm curious about it. It's like it, so. a
1: $50 flight to New York. Like, it'd be fun to just
0: yeah.
1: hoppity hop on come, over come out.
0: We'll do this in person for sure.
1: That'd be so fun.
0: <laughs> so cool is there any i feel like this is probably a good point to maybe tie it up for now and have we'll we'll do these conversations a little more regularly yeah, but for sure um any final thoughts or questions or concerns
1: no um i'm so excited you guys whoever it's listening like phil is such a good interviewer he cares he is generous and thoughtful and it is really great um, when you hear somebody who's non-judgmental, just really asking deep questions. So Mm. you guys tune into the podcast. Make sure you see all the updates on our Instagram. It'll be on at Epic Freelancers or the Epic Freelance Life um, Facebook group. Uh, Those are places that you can find us. But also we have a pretty big launch coming in and that is end of May. So just stay tuned for things coming up and coming up. And we'll just be posting about them on social. So,
0: awesome! Thank you so much. This is awesome. Thanks, we Phil. Will talk again very soon. Have a beautiful day. Bye, Chelsea.